You tuned into CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal, and I'm in studio with Devin Braja Waldman, uh, saxophonist uh, and incredible whistler. Actually, I like that <laughs> that 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 EP you released of whistle music. Nice. Uh, so, how's how's everything going? Things are good. Things are good at this very moment. Right on. So you're you're living in New York City. I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, I, I'm familiar with your work uh, in a lot of different contexts in group ensembles as a as a solo artist. Uh, now uh, I'm learning. Um, and so uh, life living and working playing saxophone uh, in New York. How's it treating you? Uh, yeah, th- things have been good on, on the musical front. Um, playing playing with various ensembles in New York and like you say also uh, have begun playing s- solo um, in the last year or so been working on that and then also keeping my, my ties going with, with this city and coming back here every few months or so and um, I'm here at the moment recording with Land of Kush we just finished recording uh for the the, for the the new land of kush album which will be on constellation records called sand enigma and uh, that went really well so and then you know have scheduled some other things for while i'm here right on nice so i mean your sound as a player um has some roots and pretty um solid jazz formal frameworks sure but you're you're also taking some trips outside of that sure yeah yeah um that's that's really i guess if i if i were to go back to when i first started playing music as a kid um my first big influences um um were well well i actually i fell in love with 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 all sorts of different kinds of music including hip-hop and stuff when i was really young because but but then when i started playing saxophone at age eight um i got very much into you know the the mystic masters of jazz um and was discovering you know my my parents vinyl collection which you know I was I, w- I was very fortunate to to have that access and that those records were like you know Yusuf Latif and Roland Kirk and um uh then I I started studying with uh, a guitarist um who was who's a, was an abstract painter named Richard Saba and he 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 uh he was really into Albert Eiler and Ornette Coleman and Eric Dolphy and Oliver Nelson. So so my first my first introduction to this music was really this very much the same music I'm into now. It's like the like some of the some of the greatest, you know, like the the people I just named and of course Coltrane, Thelonious Monk. Um and then, you know, and over the years I kinda I I went I I I was I've always been very um 
dedicated listener of of that tradition um and went went back further into uh you know earlier decades like Sidney Bechet's music and 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 more more recently I've I've really gotten into um a lot of the music um for whatever reason I didn't I didn't wasn't listening to as a kid the the music record jazz music recorded in the 70s um but but um I've discovered a lot of that in the last like 10 years or 5 years or whatever sure. um Sonny Sharrock and Alice Cold uh, Alice Coltrane and Sun Ra and a lot of a lot of these divine uh recordings you know post Coltrane's death let's say um which was where sort of I left off as a kid, but then I I've picked up and then you know so that's that that sound is always in my ear, um, and of course I've I've delved deeply into other sure. um, musical traditions, but but that that is like a, a guiding force and always a sort of sets a sort of example for me of of excellence, like what what these musicians achieved um is is just will never cease to ast- astonish me if you think of music as a language um languages evolve new languages develop and i'm um, so just thinking about that in terms of like the framework of jazz music and the fact that that was a language and sort of a series of styles of notation and scale frameworks that were developed like this didn't just exist you know and yeah just the idea of the sort of the revolutionary nature of like different musical forms as they evolve and change you know uh you know we've had discussions on this show with people who work in Macomb for example you know which sure. is a, another music universe sure. um yeah just for people listening um who might hear jazz and think that um or just sort of be thankful it exists now um any thoughts about the sort of that that history of sort of the framework of the notation and and how that was the development of a whole new language yeah um i mean i think you know it, it came out of uh cultural and historical circumstances that are very particular to north america um and um you know the African diaspora and and di- diaspora and um, and and the mixing of of uh, you know various cultures and and um, and just a, a total explosion of of creativity. Um, y- you know, drawing upon sort of Europe, Europe Europe certain European harmonic traditions um with and certain sort of um instruments that had come from Europe or whatever but but with a whole other sensibility that yeah. was that was that's that d- could not and would not have come out of from Europe I clearly yeah so so it's like it's it's like um i mean we you see you it's 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 um some some of the most you know revolutionary things in music have come from when when 
when someone takes whatever tool, whatever instrument and, and uses it in a way it was not necessarily intended to be used. Um, and, um, I mean, that's, that's sort of like the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> you yeah, could go, sure, you sure. could go much deeper, obviously. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I encourage people to check that out. Um, and continue exploring on that point um one other idea that comes to mind in regards to your work is the sound of the city um i mean if you hear your sound and also just in general sort of jazz on the more reflective side of things or improvisations on the more reflective side of things or at least in your music i do hear like some influence of new york in your work um do you think like the in urban environment and the sounds around somebody and the sounds around you and your experience, um, the pacing, the silence, the lack of silence, does that affect how definitely. you approach? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's, and there've, I've, my trajectory with, with sound and has, has been, you know, enormously affected by my environment and, and I've, um you know i was living here for a number of years um and uh i moved back to the u.s i guess about f six five something years ago and um and uh being in new york you know which which isn't an, an a, no a noisy place, a noisy city, a, cha a chaotic city, a, a, a denser city, um, has has I think had that effect on my music as well, and and you know, granted, what, what in my, in childhood I I was I was um, I spent a lot of time both in. Uh, urban setting and countryside um my my mother lives in like in sort of the middle of the woods um in new york state in new york state yeah and she and she she lives on some some like she, there's a some land where there's a there's a stream i would go as a kid i would go walk through the woods with my saxophone just and listen to the stream and try to play with the stream and like I I yeah I always try to find creative ways to to in, in sort of engage myself with with music and not and not just you know practice something I was supposed to practice but find new ways to you know be excited by it so so I would so I just walk and play like w with each step I would play another phrase and just there's so there's such it's such a rich soundscape especially in like spring or something where with the birds or various rustling sounds and there's there's it's such a rich landscape to get into but i also um you know was fortunate to have sort of uh an urban identity as well um having having lived in in new york city as as, as a younger child and um and um and because my my family has been there since you know the so long since the 40s we've we've made we've maintained our our place there and so often being there as well as a teenager and practicing with the window open 
and getting into the car sounds, the honking, the all the, the various that rich landscape, which which to me is equally beautiful in uh, on another on an, sort of on another tip, and and also me, meeting with um, being met with hostility there, and you know like um, I remember playing with the window open and kind of sort of almost leaning out the window a bit and and um this guy all of a sudden you know i hear this guy yelling like hey kid you know and you we're trying to get some work done you know and i thought oh i'm sorry sorry i'm sorry and and then and i was closing the window and apologizing and retreating everything and he said and by the way you suck (laughs) you know so so and 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 you know so there's there's that also being in a way just a a learning experience a beautiful learning experience like well um i don't know and 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 then also um being um being at some point in my life neighbors with Paul Blay where i would play outside specifically so he Well, I was playing for anyone, really, <laughs> you know. But but I I was I was really specifically playing for him, and then he would give me feedback. You know, he'd see me and say, oh, "I I heard what you were playing." You know, I like that song. Or then sometimes he'd play with me and say, "Like, um, let's play that song." Uh, you know, be like a Thelonious Monk song that I was working on. Um. But I guess that's a digression. But yeah, Not really, yeah, yeah. So, so in in so in recent times, um, um, I've thought a lot about this because say that song, da 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 da, that's that that will always mean so much to me, and that will always be a part of my my psyche. Um, but I also recognize that that's not necessarily the, the, the most common frequency, the most sort of, um, ubiquitous frequency in, in this day and age that, that, you know, that particular sound, I mean, that song was composed 80, 90 years ago. So, so I'm, I'm at, at a certain point, cause I was such a, you know, a stu a like diligent student of jazz my whole life um at a certain point i started to maybe lament the the separation from from contemporary culture right because because um you know it's jazz definitely has its place in contemporary culture but it's not it's it's doesn't doesn't necessarily occupy as noble a position in society as it once did and and it's often sort of been relegated to like some cocktail party or something which does not uh interest me for obvious reasons so so that being said um i've 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 taken a lot of cues from you know contemporary sounds con- uh, contemporary frequency what what's what you know what what is what is um what what are people into now and th- and that like i i kind of in earlier 
I was mentioning my love for for hip hop when I was a kid. In fact, that sort of predated um, my like uh, let's say I had I had been exposed to jazz and may have liked it in sort of a, a sort of unconscious way. But it it pre my my love for hip hop predated my sort of conscious love of 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 other music. It was the first music that I sort of chose. You know what I mean? And I and would go into Tower Records and look for the parental advisory <laughs> sticker and like that's got it. You know that would and um, so I kind of got back there after a while and and. Um, and was listening to. I started listening to a lot of stuff from the nineties, right you know, which is <laughs> not definitely not contemporary, but but that sort of all provided a window into uh, a more a more a more uh, keeping up with culture, and and now I'm like maybe for the first time I f I feel like I have a better pulse on like what's actually happening in in my time, <laughs> you know. With all the, with all the background, with all the background, it 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 took as long as it did, but now well, I'm, astrono I'm here. <laughs> astronomers are most interested in the background radiation of the universe, right? I didn't to know find, that. Find the origins. Um, so, without our origins, we're sort of lost. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Braja Waldman uh, here in studio. Uh, thanks for being with us. It's a pleasure. Right on.